Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello everyone, welcome to this final episode of Fantastic Gear that's been 2020. Flats, mm. did you stay up um, till midnight and watch the new tier in? Yeah, mm. yeah, I felt the shift. Um, it's quite fun, isn't it? What, tier, fun. what no, tier are you in, mate, in Bath? Tier two, boy. What are you in? Four. Yeah. Four. I mean, that was changed yeah. last minute. We were, we were in effectively tier three. Um, shops are staying open for Christmas yeah. shopping until I think the 27th or 26th and then we were going into a full lockdown but as soon as Boris did it Mark Drakeford did it which I mean people have just been given no notice have they I know, yeah. and I know it's savage out there and this new sh- strand um, is mutating a lot faster and people are getting affected a lot quicker but you also got to think of all the business owners all the people that have made all these roast dinners um, mm. cook dinners for for people. You know, just been told us shut shop last minute. Massive, massive dashes to the um, supermarkets on Saturday night, on the shops, should I say? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just shows you how serious this is. But anyway, anyway, that's COVID talk done. Yeah. How are you, my friend? Oh. Great, yeah. I'd just like to give um, people an update on it because, you know, they, they might not have been watching the news. They might have had enough Yeah, people lose touch, don't they? Yeah. yeah. You know, they just soaked up into a series. I don't know. You know, they they just switched off completely. Yeah, I um I had to ring, ring mum and dad and say, what do you reckon? And they said, oh, you can't come, can you? I said, no, because all my family are in tier four. Were you going to go to um, Kent for... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was going to see see the folks, and uh, the kids were when it got announced. The kids were already in the new tier four because mm-hmm. they were in a borough of. They're in basically in Kent um, with um, their other grandparents, and it's like right, we need to get them out of there. So I had to drive, I had to race. I say race, I had to get in the car and go straight to London to get them and get them out. I thought you would have called like one of your mates who's got a chopper. 
get you down there. <laughs> well, back. their grandfather they'd met me at the... Um, Pick your dog up on the way back. Cobham way. Services. Yeah, great services, that, mate. Well, Loads you say that, on. boy. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, but it was... Well... It was stopped for a rat infestation, wasn't it? I was going to say great services, but not not that easy accessible. You know, you've no. got to you've got to go round roundabouts. You've got to you can get lost. You know, that's why your Lee Delamere's your memories are so good because yeah, even I mean, even Reading's a bit of a trek, but chiefly it's roundabouts, it's extras, yeah. it's time you don't need to lose. No, yeah. I, I don't want to go round a roundabout um, to go to a services. It's got to be off a slip road, off yeah. one road, and they've got to have services either side. You know, that's yeah. that's the way to work it. Um, and it needs to have a drive-through. Uh, anything drive-through could be. But I believe McDonald's. I believe a Cobham was shut for rat infestation. If anyone disproves that, I went online and someone told me about it, and I, and I think it is true. Mm. I think it was last year or year before, whatever. Um, but I call it the rat services. Okay, they've got yeah. Nando's there. Yeah, mate, they've got so much choice. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. It's just, um, it's just an hour, an hour from the motorway. It's the only problem. Well, 30 seconds. So what have so, you, you being David Luke Flatman, been up to? Oh, God. Um, let me let me try and think of something. Um, it's been relatively quiet. I had a quite a busy weekend of work, which, you know, doesn't happen that often, does it, these days? No, you've been, you've been actually well used, I would say, in the uh, European weekends. I'd like to see you on a big, big game. Um, but you know keep climbing yeah, that ladder it's not going to happen is it yeah it will mate it will it will it won't because I'm going to post something on social media mate make it happen alright I'm going to raise some money for you Get yeah it won't happen because the, the the core talent you know the the main guys get those games which is as it should be Um, but I mean you say that but I did do an 8 o'clock kick off for AJ Bell on Saturday night big. with Andrew Cotter yeah well it's, mate, they're Nichol. big games now Saturday nights Eight o'clock because you can't yeah. do anything. So people in front. Of yeah, I and mean, apparently it was a strictly final, um, which probably didn't help viewing figures. Is that still going? It's on it. That is honestly what I thought. I heard Bill. I heard. I saw Bill Bailey won it, and I'm like, that is honestly what I thought. I didn't realise strictly was still a thing. Mm, yeah. Good on them. Are they still doing splash? Remember that? Didn't Austin Healy hurt his neck or something? I don't know. Brian Moore once tweeted Dive. that splash. Could be made so much better if they filled the swim pool in with concrete. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's very good. (laughs) Very good. That'd be more splat than splash, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. So Um, you were in the AJ Bell, were you? I was at the AJ Bell, wasn't I? I did a. I tell you what, I did a. um, Went up to Richmond on Thursday to do a to do a new opener an opener uh, with Durders for a, the highlights show yeah. uh, that's coming up next week. And um, that I think we're again doing from sale. It'll pop up there. And um, yeah, we did like a, you'll see a Christmas carol choir thing. And mm. it turns out that our producer, Steve, is in a choir. Really? Yeah. It's the only person, he's the only person I know in a choir. Mm. I think. I think my uncle anyway, was and my auntie once. Mm. But Welsh though are they mm. but you're the only Welsh person I know who's not in a choir so how yeah, is Durders how is Durders is he still oh, calling God. Ken Owens Keith Owens Keith Owens yeah we're talking about that yeah Park E Scarlets Park E Scarlets I, I, I actually think he's had a shocker not... mate over the autumn <laughs> 
I'm quite good at pronunciations. I think generally I'm all right, but mm. I've always said Park E Scarlet always until Dirt has made a mistake. You're, yeah, but you're just arrogant. Out. I told you it. You yeah, that's true. Won't change yeah. it. Yeah, true. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but Keith Owens, I like Keith. We had a, we had a good bit of fun about that. I mean, I didn't want to say anything because I thought, well, you made your bed, lie in it. Sometimes I think it's better if you don't say anything. But then I don't want to feel rude and have to correct him and embarrass him right in the middle of yeah. a of a link. So. I let Rory Lawson do it. <laughs> did he do it? Rory did it, did he? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It's going to haunt him, isn't it? I mean, I it's did great. call um, Darcy Graham, Darcy Russell in a game. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, Jim, Ham- Jim Hamilton didn't re- um, correct me either. Of course he didn't. I said, he why didn't, didn't you? No, that's the difference. Why didn't you? Know? Why didn't you? Yeah, he told me after. He said, you said Darcy Russell like three times then. I was like, well, mate, say something. Don't just sit there. Yeah. You big oaf. Half, half an hour in the first half of the night, um, the Wasp game against Montpellier, did it with Danny Kerr and Ali Eakin and yeah. he, called the, he called Henry the fullback Trevor for half an hour. And I thought, I'll just, <laughs> do you know what I thought? I thought, what are the odds that Ali's got this wrong and not me and not the bit of paper in front of me or I've written notes? Yeah. And it was like, Right, I'm going to wait till half time, and then he realised after half an hour, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to say anything, <laughs> just in, just in case I was wrong, because Ali's never wrong." Well, it's quite an easy one, isn't it? I mean, what is it, Henry Trevor? <laughs> Henry and Trevor, as I said, he looks like a Trevor, so you can understand it. It's hard sometimes because it's you know I was doing a, an Ulster game, and Eddie Butler said McIlroy, and I was thinking well, looks like McElroy to me, but I mean, you don't want to correct. You don't want to correct the first voice because no, you know they're normally the ones that are right. So uh, you're a backstabber, then, aren't you? You just let it slip. You just let it you're go. You're a backstabber. Yeah. Oh, the number fourteen. Yeah, the big fella. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I said big powerful bloke about thirty times on Friday night. I must remind myself not to say the same things over and over again. But um, yeah, so reasonably reasonably quiet actually, Tommy, at the moment leading into Christmas. Uh, Christmas plans have all changed. Yeah. Um, not so for me, anybody, but for but you. That's the way it goes. And I know you're you're a social butterfly. I, I'm not now. I, I, th- I sort of was. I think you know. I, I like to go out. I like to go to events. But I suppose these last nine months, I've become a bit of a recluse. I feel like the guy from Game On. <laughs> <laughs> I What's his name? Matt. Lee, Lee. Oh yeah, but is, isn't it Lee Mack? That was that Game On. Oh no, it's a different guy. No, it's Game On. I know. I know what you're talking about. Is it Lee Mack that? No, no Lee Mack's a comedian, mate. Yes, wrong name. Um, anyway, I know exactly who you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're that guy. You're gonna, you've got a new surround sound system at home, have you? <laughs> got it all linked up. Yeah. You could be my Martin. You, yeah, you can, watch the, you can watch the football in surround sound now. Well done. Yeah, I don't like leaving. Um, I don't like leaving. Um, unless it's for a walk or to go to the shops. Yeah, it's a... I've actually found that... Because my youngest is two, right, and he's a bit of a bit of a terror. He won't knob. Sorry, he won't. He won't. He won't we, we like comparing them in the bath, actually, because I win. <laughs> just yes, now, just. Um, but he won't sleep in the afternoon, and he gets tired. But I put him up into his cart, and he'll he'll do a dirty protest or something. He'll take his nappy yeah. off, throw it. He'll be jumping up and down, and yeah, uh, so I've got to take him out in the car now. So I've got a little route. I go all the way down to Margham Park on the motorway. Um, it's westbound on the M4. And I, I put a podcast on. Put a podcast on for an hour, hour 15. And it's just bliss. 
no noise. He's flat yeah. out. He's catching flies. Um, but and but are you in the, are you, two things. Are you in now in the zone where you have to go for a drive to get your kid to sleep? Sometimes, yeah. Dodgy. Mm. Rod for your own back. But two. he doesn't. He doesn't sleep every single afternoon, though, mate. It's not like every single afternoon. But if he's been to crash or if he's had a long day and he's had a disrupted sleep, then he'll need to sleep in the afternoon. So, and um, be worried about you, him sharing a bed with me. Do you play? Do you play he him your serial killer podcasts? No, just highlights roll of me playing. <laughs> I bet you listen to some dark stuff in the back <laughs> of that car. No, no. I wait till he falls asleep. Wait till he falls asleep till I put it on. <laughs> so it goes in subliminally. <laughs> yeah. But I was listening to a really good up one. and the man was by the window with a hatchet. Really enjoying <laughs> Case File at the moment. Are you? Mm, yeah. I think I've tried it. Is that the Aussie guy who reads? Yes. There's a good one. The Honeymoon Murders. Mm. Uh, about a guy and his wife who go out to South Africa. And he pays someone um, to... To kill his wife, but he gets caught. I guess what I watched. I blitzed through three episodes yesterday on the Netflix. Nope, nope. I watched one the day before on Saturday night. I watched three last night. Ripper. Oh, is it good? Really good. I mean, everyone should know the story of the Yorkshire Ripper, Peter Sutcliffe. Um, but a lot of stuff you do forget, and a lot of stuff um, you haven't heard before. It's really good. It's a documentary, um, so they're interviewing, and there's all footage of police of um, survived victims. Really good, really good. It just okay. shows you, I suppose, what massive hunt went on, what massive level that went on, and and how nowadays data collected is so much more efficient than it was back then. You know, because he was interviewed and. You know, it wasn't seen, and there was a hoax caller writing letters and sending videotapes into the police. And he had a Geordie accent or an accent from Sunderland, and they were adamant that he was the Ripper. Um, but he was only saying stuff that was in the press, you know. So it was quite easy for him to to have a knowledge about the murders, and, and that's what threw them basically. Yeah, but really good. Watch it, mate. It's good. About 45 minutes each episode. How many episodes? Just said four. Oh, you said four. I'm sorry. I thought, um, I thought you'd seen four. Oh, you've seen three or four. Yeah, I watched one on Saturday, three last night. That was good. Also, get yourself onto Amazon Prime. You should have it uh, from the rugby. It. And watch As Good As It Gets about the Leeds Rhinos. About the oh, treble. Yeah, texting about that. About the treble. Really good. So good. So good. You've got a few players. You've got like Danny Maguire, Jamie Peacock, who I just, I love that bloke. I'd love to, yeah. I'd love to have a drink with him. I'd love to catch up with him. Um, one of my idols, especially smashing out the Aussies, Great Britain. Yeah. Who is it? Willie something. Willie Mason. Willie Mason, yeah. Oh, Willie Mason had a go at field, didn't he? Then Jamie Peacock came in. Oh, mate. Anyway, um, proper enforcer. Um, Kevin Sinfield is on there. Rob Burrow is on there. It's brilliant. Okay. I'll have a look at that. Brian McDermott. I love him. They all Brian rate. or Barry? Barry. Bri- no, Brian McDermott. Wasn't Brian McDermott um, Bradford Bulls? 
Ah, right. Coach. Um, they all rave about Tony Smith, though, when he came to um, Leeds. Oh, do they? Yeah, about what a great coach he was. Um, yeah. Is it Brian McDermott? No, it might not be Brian McDermott. Oh, I've... Anyway, you're close. You're close enough, boy. Don't worry. Some, someone will tweet in and correct you. Don't worry. Um, yeah, but it's amazing. You've seen Kevin Sinfield running those marathons for Rob uh, Burrow. Yes. Wow. I know. Raised two and a half million quid, mate, I yep. read yesterday. Yeah. Um, incredible. It's, um, I had to sponsor him when I saw it. Yeah, what a bloke. Uh, yeah, absolutely amazing. So, so, but do you see the, do you see the time he did it in as well? No. They were like three hours, sort of 40 minutes, he averaged. Really? Mm. Christ. Yeah. What a machine. I know, I know. Do seven of those in seven days, that's that's phenomenal. Right. But, you know, you can see why, when he's speaking, you can see why he was such a great captain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's the man, he's the yeah. gaffer. And it was, well he said it was difficult when Jamie Peacock came, because Jamie Peacock was a great British um, rugby captain. Yeah. Great, uh, you know, Sinfield was the Leeds captain, as he had been for forever. Um, and... Different different types of people. JMP got being like quite loud, quite brash, quite aggressive. Sinfield more of a thinker, but brilliant. Really good insight into it, mate. I, I want right. you to watch it. What's it called again? As good as it gets. It's because Brian McDermott yeah. used to go around to, to the boys and say, this is as good as it gets, lads. Pick, <laughs> really. pick on people on a Monday saying, this is as good as it gets for you. <laughs> it's not going to any better for you. <laughs> Happy to be here. Just happy, happy to be here. <laughs> happy to be here. Happy, Bab. Just happy um, to be here. Have you stuck with undoing yet? Uh, mate, I, no, I thought it was I horrendous. know, you, you're getting your mates to text me, to tweet me, yep. sorry. So, yep. get into shanks about the undoing. Um, for those that enjoyed it, will you please go on Twitter and include myself and Flats to say you enjoyed it? Because I'm just getting negativity at the moment. It's not good yeah. enough. Started watching Industry. Talk to me eye player yeah new 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 like rookies in the city going into the finance world brokering or whatever they're doing and it is naughty it's aggressive um it doesn't paint that life in a very good light okay um, i wouldn't want that life uh but you have a watch it's it's i think it's good how many episodes good. how many series because if it's like five series in i'm not watching it fella no i think it's one series and i think there are like six episodes or eight that's it okay have a look for me boy just see what you think yeah All andy right. bt andy bt the beast put me onto it and i went up and down from uh <clears throat> up and down from coventry and up and down from manchester the week friday and Saturday, driver, I got stuck into it yeah, yeah 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 i knew you would I never normally do that because, as you know, I prefer driving myself. But I just thought I'm going to be absolutely cream knackered at the end of this. So you sort of get home at one in the morning, then you get home at two in the morning, and it adds up, doesn't it? Yeah, do you know what I've stumbled across? Well, I'm not stumbled across it. I, I was watching or reading, sorry, should I say, um, some of the best British comedy series that have been out there, um, and the IT crowd was in it. Have you ever watched that? No. And I found it. It's on Netflix. So I had a little go. I'm actually quite enjoying it. Okay. Chris, Chris O'Dowd's in it. Uh, Richard Iode, Iode, Iode? I, I, I'll try. You know the guy who does the um, bank adverts. 
Black Air. Very funny man. Really funny man. Always on Channel 4 Quiz of the Year. Very um, funny. Brilliant. He's been in films as well. Can you say his name for me, mate? Because I can't. Uh, no, in case you get it wrong. Okay, but, um, fine. fine. But he's brilliant. Screw you. Um, just make me look like the fool then. Uh, yeah. Good. It's good. It's good. It's been on for a while, mine. There's quite a few series, but I'm enjoying it. Okay. Yeah. I've never. I've never got into it. No. But I'll, I'll have a look at it, boy. Okay. No. I'll have a look at it, fella. All right. Mm. This is good stuff. We're getting some good ideas out here. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um... Right, now look, we cannot talk about all of the rugby this weekend because there are 812 games, 800 games. How about Racing against Quinns? Goodness me. Is Goodness me. I think Finn Russell is a better kicker than he is passer. Okay. And his passing is one of the best in the world, which means his kicking, there is no one better. With his array of attacking kicks. Mate. Phenomenal to be able to do that at full pace, um, to slow your whole process down in your head. To to have that deft touch is unbelievable. Now, players, lots of players do it, but I just don't think they can do it as consistently and as on the button as Finn Russell. I'm saying it there, mate. Tell me a okay. better, a better attacking kicker than all right. Um, you can't. All right, Andrew, a- Andrew Johns, Joey Johns. Rugby Union. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. I think he's better than Joey um, Johns. Oh, mate, he's f- phenomenal. Honestly, um, Teddy Tomat. Oh, that try was just beautiful. Joey makes it so easy because he's so balanced when he runs. Yeah, you know, like normally, you know, you look at say him or. 
Nick Tompkins. When Nick Tompkins runs, his head's going, he's going mad like when he's running. Teddy Tomer is just cruising. He's like yeah. Michael Johnson, just smooth. He would change yeah. his direction, nothing moves. It's just silky. I mean, phenomenal try. Really good. But but he makes but it look easy. He's mega quick, which helps. Mm. Like he's proper quick, isn't he? Yeah. But that try was just beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, one thing that worried me a little bit at the start of games now, I'm seeing players chewing loads of gum. Uh, it's caffeine. I think it's caffeine gum, mate. What do they do with it, though? Flob it out, probably. Well, that's no good, is it? Littering. It's not good for, the, it's not good for groundy, is it? Getting your hair. It's not like good that. for the grounds person and the mower. That's no. what I always think. I mean, surely, you know, if you're chewing gum, you can spit it out before you go out. There's only like two minutes before you've got to kick off. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just old school, mate. Um, but yeah, couldn't believe the amount of players seen chewing gum. Yeah, and I put it on Twitter and someone said it's caffeine gum. I was like, oh, wow. Might have, a, might have some of that on a night out. Yeah. Mm. I've, I actually nicked some from a changing room last season. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, you go in to film like pre match links and stuff. Yeah. There was loads there. And I said to one of the kit makers, you're doing a pre match tour like Scott Quinnell. <laughs> no. I said, can I pack of that? He goes, yeah, go on. We got loads of it. So I tried it and thought, I'll have a couple of those before I go to the gym. Yeah. Uh, didn't notice anything. Okay. I mean, I drink a lot of coffee, so it would probably do well to have an effect, really. Yeah, yeah. I drink a lot of coffee as well. I, I, I don't think it has any effect now. Um, did you like Glenn Young's outside break? I really, I loved it, Tom. I loved it. It's one of my favourites. I think he went um, around Henry. Who did he go around? He went around number 12. Chavonsi. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's nice that. It loved, but it, it was. But it, overall, the game was, it was, I thought it was an amazing, I was really... I thought Racing would be favourites, but you think, do you know what? You know, murky, murky day in West London, there's every chance that Quinns could pull pull. Connaught run them close the week before as well and probably could have won that game. So you're just wondering yeah. exactly where their form's at. But absolutely blitz Quinns. I thought Quinns' discipline again was an issue. Three yellows yeah. last week. Um, just penalty after penalty, like silly penalties as well. You know, it's creeping into their game, unfortunately. Yeah, because often you... You give away penalties because you're under massive pressure, but there yep. were and that, but there were times when they weren't really, and they're just just making Paul Gustard's even more of Paul Gustard's hair fall out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, they, he's wearing hats all the time now, so you can't tell. That's right. No, that's right. Yeah, but uh, you know they they looked incredibly powerful, and Simon Zebo looked like he had a lot of fun. Yeah, it called in last minute as well, but he's just quality player. Isn't he good? Yeah, looks so good down the left with uh, Tafa Vanua, wasn't it? He looks so good combining with him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's quality play that. It's well done picking off as well. Just Yeah. It's poor kick chase. Really poor kick chase. Um, Chris Ashton comes in. There's no need. Just got to hold your channel there. You know, if you're coming in like that off your wing in field, you've got to make that tackle. Otherwise, anyone with a decent bit of vision will just pass it left and you're straight down that touchline. Or someone's got to fill in, you know. But yeah, um, I think the game of the weekend there was Munster, Claremont. Who would have thought that at half What a game. I know. I can't remember what what was the score. Was it like 28-9 half time around that? Yeah, and 39-31, wasn't it, at the end? Yeah. To Munster, yeah. Wow. Brilliant game. You know, just when you thought Claremont, bonus point, just switched oh. off. You can't, though, can you? JJ Hanran's kicking was really good. Yeah. Um, CJ Stander, just powerful as anything. But huge, huge win for Munster. You know. Really, really amazing win, and from not from nowhere, but from so far behind against a team with mm. so much power and quality. Yep, like wowzers, wowzers. 
amazing win and that's like I love it and I love it because I love I like it when any teams like flying like that like Claremont yeah. are great to watch when they're dominant like they were at Bristol they're amazing but it is a comeback like that is proper Munster isn't it it's like that's like old school Paul O'Connell Munster yep. love it yeah Damien Delande I think we're seeing a lot more of him now when he it took him a while I think to get in to a bit of form really in that Munster team but man, he's an ox like he's very very strong he, man isn't he he is a very very strong man but he doesn't stand out as being massive when you you know we're on a wide view from that camera you know someone other players mm. do for instance but he doesn't really but he shows it in in tackle areas and carries mate I can't believe how strong he is brilliant yeah um gavin coombs really good player yeah he's played he's six and can play eight his career started very nicely, isn't it? Mm, yeah. You'd imagine if Touchwood he stays fit, he's going to get a lot of caps. There was um, someone got their wings in the scrum, though, didn't they? Yeah, that was grim. Mm. Um, went on to scrummage very well after that, though. So you know it happens, but it, very unusual to have a loose head um, given his wings. Um, very unusual. Like I'd, I've never seen it. Um, Can that be a concentration a comp- level, though? No, I think it's about getting folded up on the hit. So your back's bent effectively. So yeah. imagine your back's bent. So Slimani's done a good job um, and he's driving almost into the back of your neck with your back bent. And think about a stretching cat, you know, arching its back. And then you've got your second row as well underneath your bum cheek, effectively lifting you up. So your second row is lift is helping Slimani and lifting you up at the same time. So mm. what you need your second row to do is stop doing that. But it's pretty difficult on the hoof to negotiate that. Um, but I mean, wow, I, I've never seen that before and it was pretty brutal. And I, what, you know, I, I did a tweet about it. And one, there's always one says, I can't believe, you know, on safety grounds, it should be a penalty, a red card. It's like, no, it shouldn't. It's as much to do with the second row as it is. What are you going to do? Yellow card, the second row. Mm. And it's like, well, we're, we're not being blase about safety, but scrummaging is ultimately not a safe thing to do. It is not as safe as watching telly. It just isn't. Um, and you, I think we we do have to accept that you know there will there is and always will be a level of physical danger to rugby. You want to try and m- mitigate that, reduce that, mm. but there will always be a level of danger. But that actually, I look at that and I don't think dangerous. Actually, it's more collapse, really, really aggressive collapse scrums that I find they make me wince a bit. Now I've stopped playing, but going up in the air like that's just embarrassing it's not doesn't never felt dangerous talking about danger henry immelman's hit on will Tre- porter trevor trevor immelman trevor immelman <laughs> his hit on will porter was yeah massive do you know what i i like well will porter right so loads of players will just stay down roll around milk it loads will you know hoping that um immelman gets a red card i mean it was a red card sanction he got a red card it was certainly worthy of that but Will Porter just gets straight back up gets straight back onto his feet yeah. not lying on the floor he's not holding his face so you know so much more respect for players like that you know he's it's too easy sometimes just to stay on the floor and you know have a little look a little bit of football creeping into rugby but fair play to him bounces straight back up and that was a big hit as well wasn't it doesn't sink Massive. enough at the hips even yeah. even a swinging arm gets him in the chops as well after. Yeah. But, yeah. He had a good game, Porter. Yeah. Uh, and Atkinson at 10, the young young fellas, they played really well. Uh, but that's Barbary it's just, as well, another one. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
Um, is he the new Jack Willis this year? He's the new guy. He's the new yeah. guy. Jack Willis is old news now. Yeah. He's gone. No one's Never talking about him anymore. It. He's gone. Never going to make it. Joe, no one talks uh, about, which it always seems to play well, is Josh Bassett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, boy, he's Josh Bassett is just excellent pretty much every week. Mm. and But there are just so many good wingers yeah. in England who are just not even in with a shout. Yep. Like, you know, Marlon Yard played well the other night primarily in the first half but you know there are some really good wingers around what do you do like how do you not pick Johnny May how do you not pick Anthony Watson in the team you know you, you kind of those guys have to be in your back three really Watson's your primary threat Johnny May just doesn't really make mistakes and scores just Elliot Daly plays tries. on the wing as well different Elliot type Daly of wing. wing yeah and you could argue that like you know there are there are better wingers out there. Elliot Daly's a very good winger when he plays there, but there's, you could argue there are better wingers than Jonathan Joseph because he's not a winger, but actually he does so much right that you Offers think well, if, you were a, if you were a coach, mm. you'd want him in the team. He'd offer more on the field than a typical winger would because of that. Yeah. Probably being able to read the game and that creative aspect as well. Um, one team that didn't fancy it the weekend was Toulon. Get all the way down to Athletic uh, yeah. and... It was deemed safe to play by European rugby. It was deemed COVID safe, but Toulon didn't want to risk it. Um, I think it was something to do with they said that the the facilities um, weren't up to being COVID compliant or right. or something at the Scarlets. So they forfeit the game. They left, went home, 28-0 to the Scarlets. Um, so... I mean, you can look at it in two ways, can't you? You know, if European rugby deem it safe to play, you know, you, you sort of have to go with that. But there, on a on a flip side, you know, the Toulon management have have to look after their own squad as well. And if they don't, if they don't have confidence in it, then you know they're just going to not allow them to play and whisk them off. But you know, Scarlet's two from two, mind. Yeah. But they lost twenty eight nil. So th- you know these these are having it impacts on um, the pool at the moment. You know teams that can't field teams. You know Bath mm. weren't able to field. Exeter weren't able to field. Glasgow weren't able to field. I, mean, I know some of these are in the champions. Some of these are in the in the challenge. Um, but it will have a knock on effect. And I was listening to I think it was Ugo actually talking about the amount of points given. It's it's quite a lot of points, isn't it? Given to a team where. You sort of you're not in control of if you're going to get it or not. You know it's a bit of a, a lottery with who you're playing yeah. against. You know Bath played. Um, Bath went allowed to play after the Scarlets game. Um, yeah, I've got I've got a question on that. Traces, yeah, I've got a question to which I do not know the answer. So Bath couldn't play a week after they played Scarlets because yeah. one of the Scarlets players tested positive. Yeah. How come Scarlets could play the week after when one of their players tested positive and they were all in close contact with him? Um, it's a good question. Um, yeah, testing, why don't testing. why don't Scar- but surely Bath could have been tested? It's weird, isn't it? I, I, there is a, there is obviously an answer to this, mm. and if I was doing a you know European TV show, I would quickly make sure I knew before I went on. But I didn't mm. think before this pod. But it's like I don't know the a, answer to that. If you're doing a world-renowned podcast. Yeah, I didn't bother. You should have done your due diligence, mate. It's yeah, I know. Poor from you. You're not normally why? like that. I know. Yeah. Why can't? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
Um, There'll be a reason. If we'll find out the an- yeah. We'll find out the answer and bring it to you yeah. um, in a couple of weeks. Bring it to um, you live. Any other big games that stood out for you? I know we're not covering them all, but maybe we could do one more. Uh, uh, I'm yawning now. It's been a long weekend. Um, um, let me no uh, no. no no. I tell you, no. the, the Ospreys have hit a bit of form recently. Um, have they? Mm, beat Castro last week. Beat Worcester. Um, a decent Worcester team as well. Um, yeah. Last week, George North scored a really good try, real decent try. He was, you know, sometimes you look at him, you just you want him to be more physical. Well, he was. Brilliant. Big step. Used his strength. Um, all important try, really, um, at the end for them. But they've hit a bit of form. Oh, good. Uh, i tell you one player that is looking good, Morgan Morris. Yeah, talk to me about him. Talk to me about him. Um, had a really good 17 minutes. Okay. I think, think he's going to be probably the next big thing. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Looking right. really good. Let's wait and see. Yep. Let's wait and see. Um, I'll tell you, one player I'm interested in is Duan van der Merwe, mm. the winger from the brother of Aka van der Merwe, who plays hooker for sale, the winger for Edinburgh, who was signed for Worcester. Yep. <laughs> they obviously wanted, you know, they lost... Um, Josh Adams, they lost Bryce Heem. Yeah. And it's like, right, we need it. And this guy's, you know, massive, quick. Brilliant. Uh, and he's got, ticks a lot of boxes in that sense. He's really I watched good. him a few times now and he does, he does go quiet. Um, all, go, wing, get, all the wingers go quiet at some stage. I know, but I, w- I wanted him to come looking for work yeah. on Saturday night and he just didn't. And he just, you, you, you barely would have known he was playing. Because, you, you know, when you're the size of a back row and you can carry. Get amongst it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, might have had a quiet game, but he is good. Really, yeah, he love is watching good. Him play. Like the way he just carries the ball, you know, he'll look for contact over the try line. You know, he'll, yeah. he'll want to boss someone out of the way before he scores, even if, even if you could just put the ball down. Yeah, aggressive bloke. Yeah. But I barely, barely saw him on Saturday night. I'd like to see him a bit more. Any news flatters on the Danny Cipriani um, issue. Um, is, is I don't know just, what you're doing there. You, you sound like you're scratching. Are you scratching something? No. Have you got an itch? No. All right. All right. Just fine. I'm like the guy from Sorry. something about Mary. Woogie. Yeah, exactly it. <laughs> Woogie, yeah. He's in. Is he him that's in Shit's Creek? Are you watching Shit's Creek? No, it's apparently so it's good. good though. Oh, it's really good, mate. It's okay. just brilliant. I'll get into that. Uh, is it just, or is it just what we've read? You know, they're just. Um, Adam Hastings has come in, Danny Cipriani has realised that he's not going to be the man to take Gloucester forward and they've just amicably left it and parted ways. I mean, as you know, there, there are ways to, um, there are people to call and ways to dig out information mm. um, if you have to reveal things and you want to be a newsbreaker, but we're not, we don't do that on this pod. So I think the, so I try not to put mates in awkward positions really. I feel like, um, Gloucester are really happy to have Adam Hastings coming. Yeah, that's a great that's a great signing. Um, well, potentially a really good signing. And I think Danny Cipriani did some truly wonderful things for Gloucester on the field. But you know, the just the general impression I got was that you know it's kind of it's it's a reasonably familiar pattern that he arrived, lit the place up, was amazing, sort of effectively running and coaching the attack, but you know, isn't quite on the same agenda as everyone else. And I remember, you know, pl- I've played with guys who do their own training schedule 
And it's an odd one because even if they're in the gym with you and they don't do what the rest of the team are doing and they said, no, I, I like to do this stuff, this stuff's better, whatever it is. Everyone does their own personal bits, but it's like if you're completely off program, mm. even if you're in the same building, you end up separating yourself from the team. And I've played with a couple of guys that just like to do their own thing in the gym, but that's four days a week. So you're doing that with the lads. <laughs> um, no. So you've got that and it, it ends up separating you. But when I think, I think he, you know, does a, did an amount, an amount of training with Margot Wells and it, yeah. When when the lads just aren't there for training, they're just not there. Like when when you were, were you at um, Sarries with Dan Luger, yeah, yeah, like yeah, of course you were. Like great bloke, I I properly love that guy. He's brilliant, but he was injured a lot, which wasn't his fault. That's just bad luck. But he would also go and do. He would also train elsewhere quite a lot, and it was a bit of a trek from Chiswick to Sarries. And it was like, yeah, but you you're not you're not part of it. Like we loved him, but you're not you're not as part of it as the guys who were here every day. And I think, you know, it, it's a bit like... His strength and conditioning, he would do in Margot Wells, basically, wasn't it? You know, he, he would do his shuttles, he'd do his sprint work, he'd do his weights. Yeah, we think Margot we think Wells. so, think so. And we could, we could be inaccurate here, but, you know, it's all very well saying he, he did all of his training somewhere else. I mean, I'm sure he didn't. He would have done a lot of sessions at Gloss. But I just think there's a, there's a separation there which really doesn't help, especially when you're a key decision maker. Um, and I... I'll be honest, I don't think Gloucester are sad to see him go. No matter he threw some wonderful passes, made some lovely kicks. Yeah. You know, equally I've I've watched him where he's just been he has been a genius. Like and you're like, wow. You know, we watch rugby every almost every day of our lives and I watch him and think, wow. And there are days like Leicester at the end of last season when I thought second half he does not want to be on there and then he's gone and is he injured well I'm not going to say he's not because I'm sure he's not faking an injury but if this was a cup final would he still be going off I don't know because he just he just didn't he was interested then he wasn't is what it looked like to me and I remember saying something to one of the Gloucester coaching team afterwards and I didn't say it on camera and I just said "Mm, someone lost interest out there and he just went yep Mm. and that was it that was all I got and I think well I'm, you know, I don't yes. think they're sad to. See, yeah, I don't. I don't think they're sad to see him go. Um, and he will go somewhere else, and he will light it up. If I were him, I'd just Japan take the biggest, yeah, biggest contract possible. Mm. Throw a few behind well, the backs, and if you know that passes, go for it. He's thirty three, isn't he? So you can't imagine him playing for too much longer. No, but I mean, you know, he doesn't play a combative style of rugby. You know, it's not like no. Johnny Wilkinson, whose body whose body goes through the mill. You know, or Owen Farrell, who's leathering people all the time it's like he plays al- almost a, almost semi-contact isn't it actually mm. and as long as he's got his vision as long as he's, he's like a footballer who doesn't lose his touch like you could see sips lighting up the japanese you league still when he's 38. Need, you still need to accelerate you still need pace especially yeah. with the moves they pull off because you know he's coming around the back um and taking yeah. return balls a lot and you you need you need some sort of acceleration to get on the outside of players but it, w- it wouldn't be a massive stretch to see him you know, earning good coin, throwing over-the-top beautiful passes in the Japanese second division in five years, would it? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, you know, that's exactly what he could be doing. So it's, it's a big, it's a big moment for Gloucester, but I think they, I think they're absolutely okay with it. And I, I don't know. I don't think it was Hastings signs and Sip says, "Well, I'm out then because I'm not the main guy." I think I actually think it probably went the other way round. I think they decided, or Danny and the club decided, we're done. And then Gloss get on the hunt for someone new. I think that's more likely what happened. Okay. Okay. What uh, rub are you covering over the Christmas period? Going up to sale on Saturday. Is it Saturday? Yes, it is. 26th, Saturday. Yeah. 
27th or Sunday, I can't remember, one of them going up to sale. Um, and that's all I know at the moment. Oh, no, I'm doing another one on New Year's Day uh, at Worcester with BT. That's all I know at the moment. There could be more in there, but I ain't look, boy. Okay, oh, good boy. Uh, but re- reasonably quiet. What about you? Um, I'm doing Dragons, Cardiff Blues, Boxing Day, and um, a hub for the two Welsh derbies on New Year's Day. So I will not be going hell for leather on Christmas Day. Yeah. Although although I might go Boxing Day, I might have quite a few after the rugby. I've got quite a few bottles of a wine called Chocolate Block. Oh, yeah, nice gear. Yeah, a lot of my mates were going on about it. Jamie Robinson and John O'Pritchard were just raving about it nonstop. So I thought, oh, I'll have to get some. And it was, it's actually quite expensive. So I bought like eight bottles because it was cheaper. And I thought I'll give it a good go over Christmas. So we'll try and get rid of those. I'm going to go for that and a shed load of cheese. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. You're into yeah. that, are you? Do you not like cheese? Yeah, I do, yeah. Mate, what'd you cook yesterday? Oh. Met. What did I have on top? That orange stuff. It looked like the jelly from a pork pie. <laughs> that is that is its natural fat colour. Okay, what well, orange? It's that is like super super buttery high end fat. Like I've not seen it? anything like it. Yeah, um, I saved all the beef dripping so I can do my potatoes in it at Christmas. But it's um, mm. it's an aged ex dairy beef sirloin joint. It was. Look it good. was very, very nice. I very much enjoyed when it. When you first put a picture on it, I wasn't sure if it was cooked because the <laughs> yeah. the meat was so dark. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, because it's, it's aged, boy. Yeah, it's 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 mega. Because Some, sometimes aged beef aged too much. Like I find it a bit gamey. Like I don't actually like it as much. But that was that was insane. It was um, amazing. So I was going to ask you how you're going to do your Christmas potatoes, and you've just told me you're going to do it with beef drippings. Are you? Yeah, if hopefully I've got enough beef dripping to do the potatoes, yeah. What Otherwise potatoes are you going to use? Duck fat. Uh, don't know. Uh, Maris Piper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the good yeah. ones, yeah. yeah. There you go. I'm going to do, mine in, I do mine in butter, olive oil and garlic and rosemary. Oh, do you? Yeah, I'm not doing it in um, goose fat or turkey okay. fat. I've got a turkey um, crown rolled in sage and onion stuffing from Field and Flour coming. That'll be good. Yeah, and I do it on the Traeger. Yeah, that'll be very good. Um, although I do want one of those metagrams. Is it metagrams? Metometers? Meter. Meter. Meet, whatever they cool. are. Yeah. yeah, I want. I, I could do with one of them. Um, stop me going out all the time to check it for internal yeah. temp. But I can have are. They are brilliant. Yeah. You used it last night, and I spoke to my mate Ollie, who has the company that uh, did that beef, and he goes, just go. He goes, it'll say... It'll say medium rare. He's like, take it past medium rare. Take it closer to medium because all that fat needs to render. Yeah, and it won't be it won't be as rare, but it'll be it won't be blood red, but it'll be nicely pink and it'll taste better. And he was right. Of course, he was right. Well, you don't know because you didn't taste it when it was medium. Actually, yeah, and and you'd hope so. It's his job. Yeah. So just get out of his ass, mate. Oi, a climb out. All right. Um, okay. Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. We'll see we you will, in 2021. We'll come back to you in January. We're going to have a few yeah. days off now. Yeah, try and relax a bit, shall we? Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Good luck, everyone. See you on the Keep other going. side. Keep going. ta Now, let me say bye, because you always say the oh, okay. last words. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. 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 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.